Hey guys, happy Wednesday. This is CJ Finley with the Thrive On Podcast. I started a brand called Thrive On Life to help other mission-based people, brands, and businesses thrive. So if you have an idea, a side project, or a side hustle that you're looking to get into and live more of a fulfilling life, maybe monetize that idea, I'd love to help you. So please feel free to connect with me and reach out. I'm all ears. Today, we're gonna run through something without Fayez. We had a meeting yesterday and we're gonna start a little small business that we're looking forward to, to connecting everybody else to, but that's for another time. Today I'm gonna talk about something I'm super passionate about and that's helping other people find their mission and live a life that is more fulfilling than what they're doing today and possibly, hopefully, monetizing that idea or that mission along the way. What I've realized is that there are a lot of people unhappy with their current circumstances and they're starting to look towards other people for the answers. So they'll go on social media, they'll go on the internet, they'll go on magazines, they'll read blogs, and they'll look for answers within those. However, 99% of the time, the answer is just within ourselves. And what I wanna remind you is whatever idea or whatever you're, you're working on today, when we were born, we had no idea how to walk, we had no idea how to talk, we had no idea how to read, write, connect with other people, communicate with them, and build any of these projects, right? So even the fact that you have these ideas is something that you've learned along the way. The next step would be just to iterate and execute on them. Just like when your mom was trying to teach you how to write, you didn't really care that your C's or your X's or whatever didn't look a certain way. Over time though, you got better and better and better at it, just like anything else in this world. Unfortunately, as we become adults, because of the pressure and the fear of judgment, we succumb to this stipulation that we have to be perfect, and this causes, causes a lot of people to stay stagnant and cripples them so that they don't work towards the things that they actually like to do, and they just basically follow this path of what other people are trying to tell them to do. The reason I got into this story today and I wanna talk about it is over the weekend, I was at a pool party and I was hanging around a little bit of an older crowd and we started talking about the digital age and how it's having an effect and how people are making money in different ways and being able to kind of work towards things that they love to do rather than just getting a corporate gig and basically following the path of you get your first job, then you get a raise, then you become a manager and then whatever happens, happens, right? So you're leaving your life up to that machine rather than attacking life. And it's something that really, really irks me about today's day and age is where you have your phone, you have digital media, you have these things where you can start a brand or a business at any point. And it's not that I wanna say it's for everybody, but everybody, it is a fact, can make money doing things that they love to do and it's gonna change the ball game for you. So a little bit about that story, I was chilling at a pool, it was Memorial Day weekend, and we start getting into it about what I do, they were asking me, so they're probably twice my age, and just a little backstory for, every, for those out there who don't know what I do, I'm an ex-engineer that quit the corporate world, I started my own personal training and nutrition consulting business on the side, so I was working nine to five and then from six to eight in the morning and six to eight at night, I was running my own business. This eventually led me into 
taking the next step of coaching other people, other personal trainers and nutritionists on how they can grow their own businesses. I joined a startup hub where I was investing over 500 a month to learn and connect from other angel investors and people in the startup space. And that was three and a half years ago. That was three years ago, I think. Um, so now today I run my own consulting business where I help other people basically build the systems other solopreneurs and small business build out their initial systems, designate their core values, define their missions, and then reverse engineer down to create goals utilizing KPIs and OKRs to help them achieve those goals. So for anyone out there that understands what I just said, um, I'm all about preaching how to set your goals and reverse engineer down to get to that next step. And that's one reason I'm talking about iteration. However, what needs to happen first for people is the actual motivation to take that first step. And that's where this weekend I was kind of saddened because I was talking uh, to this older crowd and it seems like they were afraid to take the next step. Yet what I had to remind them was they've lived this life of experience and they've already done harder things than just opening up their phone or trying a new thing or putting a picture out there or telling a story, whatever it may be that they're trying to do, they've done way harder things. Um, and what I'm gonna get into is a little bit of my story so that maybe it relates to you so that you can then take your next step and see that I didn't just have this roadmap of my life, it was kind of just like a pinball machine where I'm bouncing off things and learning new things and then finally dialing down into that goal, as you would say, of what I like to do and where I wanna go with my life, not revolving around what anybody else is telling me to do. So as a kid, um, I was very hyperactive. When my brother was born, my mom was actually forced to give me a leash because she just couldn't keep up with me. Going into school, this was the same thing. I was just all over the place all the time and I was a little bit much for a lot of people. Um, fortunately, as you get older, you gain a little bit more freedom and this being a little bit much allowed me to just, when I was in college, join a fraternity, play sports, do a bunch of different things, it was all on me. And what I started realizing was, a lot of the times I didn't know what the hell I was doing or where I was going, but I was refining my own mission and what I like to do based around the feedback I was getting from the environment. So if I tried something new and I didn't like it, I immediately just quit it and moved on to that next thing. And in most cases, I was trying 10 new things when everyone else was just, maybe they tried this new thing and let's say you're out there, you get this new job and like within two weeks you don't like it. And you're just like telling yourself, man, like I gotta stick this out. No, you fucking don't. If you don't like it and you immediately have this feeling that you need to be working on something else or working towards something else, go do it. Now don't make any rash decisions. If you need the money, save up and figure out a game plan. But if you don't like it, don't stick with it just because so-and-so is gonna be, their feelings are gonna be hurt or whatever it may be. It's only holding you back from that next thing. So one thing I wanna hit home on is we all go through this phase where we're trying to find ourselves and what our path is and we start looking to other people for that advice where should i go what degree should i get what certificate should i get without really honing in on where is it that we want to be 
when we're 70. So when we look back on our life, what story do we want to have told? Is it one that we tried 70,000 things and we found out we were passionate about 10? Or is it one where we just got this degree or certificate because so-and-so told us to and that just kind of like dictated the path of our life and we can't even remember back to why we chose that, that path. So for me, going into college, I was gonna get my engineering degree, which I ended up getting, but halfway through college, I had this moment of quarter-life crisis of holy crap, I don't know if I wanna be an engineer. And I remember talking to my dad about it and he said that it was too early to make that decision. He was like, you're already halfway through, you like the aspect of engineering and, and learning how to build things, so stick it out. And then once you get out of school, you can pretty much do whatever you want. But as a naive kid, I'm like, oh no, that's not true. Like I gotta get this engineering degree, so I gotta get the engineering job and fulfill this prophecy of this is what what's meant for me, right? So long story short, I got an internship as an engineer and immediately it took, I immediately I knew that like this wasn't for me. Um, and to describe it, I worked at a pharmaceutical manufacturing company as an industrial engineering intern and it literally took me 12 minutes to get to my desk and there were, because of all the security clearances and stuff like that, and there was no uh, windows where my desk was. And so I spent the whole 10 hours in this white light on manufacturing lines and I immediately knew that everything I thought the world was like, this isn't the path that I wanted to take. So I thought like, yeah, making a lot of money and all this, making good money and having a salary and benefits was gonna be great. But then you start realizing like, wow, this really isn't for me. However, I think a lot of people get trapped and this is where I kind of started pivoting and learning how to iterate on my own they get trapped in, they got the engineering degree so they need to be an engineer. Well, my next job was actually uh, a project manager in a bank and at that point I had basically been focused on I needed to make more money and I, I had debt and I was looking at different engineering jobs and I started realizing that like banks and, and IT services was actually paying more. So that's the path that I went Right away though, even there, I realized that going into an office right away um, was not for me. So I just had one job, then I went to another job, and this one had, right outside New York City, it had all the, the bells and whistles, a good cafeteria, I was overlooking Manhattan, and I still had this gut feeling that like even putting on this dress shirt and these pants and these slacks weren't for me. So the next thing I started thinking about was like, okay, I had two jobs now and they're not, they're not really suiting me. Kind of very different atmospheres, different people. So I started looking into what in my life was always there. What was I consistently always doing and happy to do? And I started realizing no, no matter how tired or sick or unhappy I was, I always played sports and I always went to the gym. So then I started realizing like, hmm, there's people out there making money and having making a living doing those things day in and day out. And if that's what's gonna make me happy, I need to start taking baby steps into that arena. So what kind of started happening was I was going to the gym a lot as I was having my corporate job 
and people started coming up to me and asking me like, hey, like, can you make meal plans or can you help me with, with my gym routine? And I started questioning like, okay, like I can help you, I'm gonna do it for free, but I only have such and such time, amount of time allotted. And they were like, well, what if we paid you? So then that was what got me started on doing research and figuring out like, okay, how can I make some side money? Um, and I think what a lot of people do when this happens is, again, they start looking towards other people for solutions rather than digging deep within themselves, which is what they want. And they're gonna start looking like, oh, like I, I can't train you for money because I need the certificate or I need this or I need that before I get started. Whereas I immediately was like, let's just go in the gym and like let's work out together and then I'm gonna put a plan together and then we're gonna do it together first to see what happens. So it was this very low bar barrier of entry to get into it. And then eventually, as I started getting better and better at it, I got NASM certified in both training and, and nutrition. And immediately then, I started training clients and realizing, hmm, I love training clients, but wouldn't it be even more fun to help other people train clients and build their own system for that for those? So then I started mixing my engineering degree with personal training and helping other people build the system so that they can then operate their business and do what they love, spend less time on the administrative things and more time on doing what they actually love, which is helping the people, getting the results, connecting with them and moving them along on their own journeys. Now, flash forward three years and I've used all that experience of just iterating and constantly understanding that no matter what happens, I can just change and pivot and, and figure it out. So there is no fear of the what if. I'm never thinking what if, I'm more thinking, is this really worth my time? Is this really what I like to do? And that's what I'm gonna put my time and my energy into. So I don't wanna ramble too much, but I wanted to hit home on this point of if you're afraid or if you're scared of the judgment out there, I want you to remind yourself that when we were kids, you didn't know 99% of the stuff that you know now and all the things that you know now are based around the experiences that you've had. So the more experience that you can achieve, so basically let's say tomorrow you wake up, do more things just to do them and learn from them. Don't do them for any type of um, ulterior motive. So like don't do them for the money, don't do them for the gift, don't do them for the public recognition. Do them because you wanna try them and you wanna learn and then ultimately you're gonna find this path where you like to do a bunch of different things and you're gonna connect with people in that area and then maybe you can consider, okay, I'm gonna make money from this or I'm gonna hire a business coach or whatever it may be. So before I ramble for the rest of the day, I just wanna get into here are some three tips to help you iterate at any moment and start taking steps towards anything that you're trying to achieve. The first thing you need to do is you need to drop your ego and you need to be aware enough to realize you are not special, but you are unique. Now, what do I mean by this? I mean that whatever you're trying to do, there's a 99% chance someone else has already done it. So you need to read the books, take the courses, join the networking groups and put yourself out there because no one else is gonna do this for you. No one else is gonna run your life or run your business for you. So stop looking for validation on what to do and just start doing it. You can reach out to other people. You can drop that ego and reach out to people that have 
built a business in the industry that you're looking to get into or finish projects in the area that you're looking to start your project, but don't live and breathe by every word they say because they don't live the life that you've lived. They don't have the experiences that you have. They might not have the illness that you have to deal with when you go home. They might not have the kid that you had at the age that you had them at. So there's certain circumstances that you need to take credit and basically build your confidence off off of where you've been, not where they've been. The next thing is be accepting and have fun with it. Whether something works or does not work is all dependent on how you view things. It's all dependent on your mindset. Whatever it is you're trying to do, have fun with it and understand that even if you fail, you will just learn from it. This means going into all scenarios with high energy and a good attitude, regardless of what the outcome could be or will be. There's only two things that we can control in life, and that's our energy and our attitude at all times. No matter what happens to you, if you get punched in the face right now, if I were to go through this podcast, punch you in the face, you have two options. You can either punch me right back, which is a bad reaction, or you can sit there and decide, hmm, I wonder why he punched me. And then you can ask me that question. That's probably gonna resolve that problem way better than if you just punch me right back. Now imagine life is the same way. If life punches you and you make a very quick decision in the wrong way, rather than taking a step back and having that awareness, you're probably gonna end up a lot worse than if you just like let it go for a little bit and then make a wiser choice. The last thing I wanna leave you with is realizing as long as you are breathing, you have another chance to do whatever it is that you're trying to do. Wouldn't you rather take a chance and go after what keeps you up at night than just meandering through life based around what everyone else is telling you to do? Even if you take a step backwards in the process, just enjoy it because you are working towards something that is actually meaningful to you rather than something that someone just told you to do. So those are my three tips on how you can iterate at any point in your life. Thank you for listening to me. Like I've always said, I'd love to connect with other people out there. I'm doing this to challenge myself to get out of my own comfort zone and hopefully inspire other people to do the same. I hope all of you have a wonderful Wednesday and thrive on, baby.